Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank and Trust. Kaylin Rizfuls, President and CEO of the Naperville Area Chamber of Commerce, and welcome to Inside the Chamber. Today, I'm joined by Amanda Kunzer, Director of Operations at Good Therapy Counseling. Amanda is also the chair of our Women in Business Committee, so welcome and thank you for joining me, Amanda. Thanks for having me. Good morning. And today's topic is, in fact, women in business. I want to talk about um, I've seen some articles out there and some statistics about how the pandemic is affecting women in business. And I want to see what you're hearing through the committee and through your job. Well, we are definitely seeing a decline of women in the workforce um, due to, yes, COVID-19. Um, it, it, is, it is sad. It's concerning because we've come um, quite a way. Um, women make up you know, over half the workforce. So it is a concern and women are pulling out and staying home more to deal with the family responsibilities. Yeah, and do you think part of that is because, you know, we know women make 77 cents of the dollar for every man makes, you know, if you're sitting and looking at who's helping with e-learning, um, does it make sense to have someone who's making, in theory, the the man may be making more money than the woman in a certain relationship. It's interesting you say that because the culture around the world is that if there is a job opening or if someone should go to work, the man um, is expected to go and get that job over the woman. Um, and I think that, especially with the e-learning, um, we're, we're really struggling um, women because we are doing most of the e-learning. We are doing the caring for the house. Um, the women um, family um, dynamics are the woman takes care of the, the ailing parents, um, the kids, the cleaning, cooking. Um, and it's just, it's, it, the fire was already under the woman um, to keep the house afloat. And now it's, they're, they're burning literally. So yeah, I was reading a Harvard Business Review article and it said their analysis shows that women jo women's jobs are 1.8 times more vulnerable to this crisis than men's jobs. Women make up 39% of global, global employment, but 54% of overall job losses in May of 2020. So that's so interesting to me to have the global numbers of nearly 40% of women in the workforce, but almost 60% of them have lost their, lost their job as of May of this year. And um, I wonder, and I don't know if you know, if that's a combination of choice or necessity of lo losing or leaving your job. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to, to, to say for sure. Obviously, the, the COVID is, a, you know, um, but I think that a lot of those responsibilities just happen to fall on moms with kids, especially. Um, and the concern is when we lose moms out of, you know, or women out of the workforce, um, they bring a, a really special diverse set of skills, right? Um, and a culture um, and ideas. And we lose that when they pull out of the workforce and, and stay. Um, I mean, ideally they have to do what's best for their families, but we're losing um, such a dynamic set of skills. 
with women pulling out of the workforce. What can women or what can employers do to help try to get these statistics to at least slow down? Well, here's the thing. There has to be a change, right, as far as the flexibility um, and, and with you know, this unpaid childcare, um, there needs to be some flexibility as far as um, saying, okay, you know what, if you have to take care of your kids, you need to work from home, that's what you need to do. There also needs to be the um, technology um, inclusion, right? There needs to be some understanding or even, um, you know, being flexible. Some moms have to share their computers with kids. Um, for e-learning. And so they don't even have those tools. So really being flexible with that and saying, okay, what do we need to, to do to make it so you are productive and, and you can do your job at home? So um, yeah, th those kind of things would be very helpful and um, bringing women back in because I think right now they're feeling like they're, they're losing and, and it's, it's not even obtainable. I think also um, employers can can really reach out to women and say, hey, we have, you know, these job openings, we really want you to apply um, and target women as far as marketing and promoting because women do a lot of shopping, you know, for the family more so than men. So we need to be targeting them. Yeah, I know here at the chamber. So the entire chamber staff is all women and um, myself included. Many have children um, and I have two young kids and I want to try to model to the chamber what I think other businesses can do, which is exactly what you're talking about, is that flexibility of, hey, if you want to work from home, let's figure out a way we can do that. Um, one thing that I find interesting here at the chamber is originally when we came back into the office, we did one of those block schedules. You know, Amanda, you're in Monday, Wednesday, I'm in Tuesday, Thursday, et cetera. Um, and it got to be really tricky with the staff of my kid is going here or there, I need to help with this timing. And I saw it didn't work, did that evaluation. And then we said, okay, the office is open. You can come when you need to, you can work from home when you need to, update it in your calendar so we kind of know where you're at. And we've seen more people in the office and we've seen higher productivity levels because we kind of gave people the choice. You know, We're really focused on that results-oriented work environment. Um, so that people can, you know, I have lunch with my kids some days and breakfast and I get to do all of that and kind of do my work around that. And I know that's not feasible for every business, um, but for some businesses it is. So I really want to emulate that flexibility that you're talking about that I really think could make a difference. Especially because um, we are valuable and I think it's a, it's a, it's I don't want to say it's an easy thing to kind of work out schedules, but if you have employees that are valuable, you make those accommodations to keep them because right now, I mean, it's hard for everybody. Right. And I, and I, this is, we need to pivot a little bit. And so let's make these accommodations to keep these valuable women in their positions. Which is something employers know anyway, you know, if someone's looking to leave, it's like, okay, there's a cost to an employee leaving. You have to hire, you have to train, you have to onboard that institutional knowledge that's really important. So it's costly when an employee leaves. So what can employers do to have, okay, if you want to have flexible hours, if you want to work from home, that's the least of what I can do to keep your talent. Man, women, or anything, you know, just focus on keeping good talent in the workforce. Give them the tools. That's the other thing, right? So give them the tools if they need a laptop because they have one laptop at home and they're sharing it with their kids and the kids need e-learning. 
Like, let's get them a laptop. If you know, obviously, I know there's a cost, but it's it's less costly than the onboarding of a new staff. And that's one thing I'm hoping. Uh, is a lesson learned through the pandemic, right? Is grace, giving people just a little bit of grace um, on timing. And there are days I've taken, you know, a Zoom call while driving and I just have it on over my car because I'm going from place to place, whether it's a meeting or to take my kids somewhere. I feel like we've all given each other a little bit more grace. And I hope that that is something that can keep women who want to stay in the workforce staying in the workforce. I think that's kind of what it's all about. If, if someone doesn't want to be in the workforce, man or woman, that's fine. But what can we do to remove those barriers? So if they want to do it, um, it's an option. I totally agree. And it, it just comes down to, we have to, we have to execute that, you know, we, we know it. And so let's remove these barriers and let's do it. And I think when, the sooner we do that, we can get these women back in the workforce for sure. Now, as chair of Women in Business Committee, um, what are what conversations are you having within the committee about how you can keep women um, engaged, either within the committee or within the business community? It's definitely been a challenge with with COVID, um, and I and again, grace. You need to give grace with everyone, and some some people's comfortability is different. Some people have wanted in-person events. Some people have wanted virtual. And so we try and accommodate both. But the main thing is we want that relationship building between the women. Um, we we, we want to hold that door open for women who are, are, are trying to get through it. And, and that's what we're trying to do. And so um, it was a little difficult with COVID, um, but the women are saying, you know, we're here, you know, whatever you can do, um, we want to attend. So we do offer both. We do the in-person virtual events. So if you don't feel like um, coming out to an event, um, we have it, you know, virtually or streaming or, or whatnot. Um, and just, you know, reaching out and, and hearing what are you, what are you wanting? What are you um, wanting to, to hear about, see? Um, and so, yeah, it's been, it's been difficult, a definite uh, pivot for, for what uh, women in business, we do like those um, fun in-person events with dynamic speakers. Um, and it's, it's been a little bit, it's been a little bit of a challenge, that's for sure. Yeah, well, a challenge is something, you know, we can always rise, rise to the occasion and rise to the challenge. Um, but I, I'm, just want to echo what I'm hearing for you too, is I've, I've scheduled some meetings in the morning and people say, okay, I got to get my kids to school. I schedule them in the afternoon. I'm still helping with e-learning. It's trying to find that sweet spot of what works for everybody. And sometimes the answer is it doesn't work for everybody. And I think that's been tricky. It definitely is. And here's the deal. If, if, if it doesn't work for you at that time or that meeting, you know, then, okay, so how are we going to problem solve that? Okay. So you're going to get the notes or we're gonna talk real quick on the phone or whatever it is to just to keep everybody moving. Because again, yes, we need to be a little creative. We need to be giving grace and this is not gonna last forever. And if anything, this does build character as we know. Um, but again, it's, it's, it's really working, at least um, since I'm focused on women here, leaning on each other um, and helping each other out because we're all um, in different boats. Um, some have kids, some don't have kids, some are trying to get their um, business off the ground, and so they're an entrepreneur, and that is so difficult right now. Um, and so it just, it, we all need to be helping each other, and again, 
like help each other get through those doors big time. So we're talking about flexibility in the workforce and it's not just important to be flexible with the moms or the women, it's important to be flexible with all parents in the workforce because you know we're all in this pandemic, we're doing something new together, but I want employers to know that it's not just taking care of your women but taking care of all parents as well. Exactly. It's so important. And that's that's one of the things that was really important to me when I took chair for women in business is that I wanted to convey that women in business isn't just for the women wearing power suits and work at Fortune 500 companies. It's the recent college grads, first job, starting out. It's the seasoned um, worker who just wants to sharpen their skills. It's the moms um, staying at home and yet trying to launch their business at home. And I wanted, I wanted it to be clear there is enough room at that table. Um, and I wanted all women to come and feel supported because we need to do that for each other. We do. We need to take care of each other and look at good leaders like yourself. Thank you for stepping up into this leadership position to show people part of the solution is talking about the problem and letting people know, hey, are you thinking about the flexibility for the women in your workforce? Are the women in your workforce um, engaging with each other? And again, just removing those barriers. So I really appreciate your conversation and insight. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Inside the Chamber. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank & Trust. Naperville Bank & Trust has the expertise, knowledge, and experience to help you reach your business goals. They provide all the tools that you would ask uh, that we as a growing business need of a bank. Most importantly to me, it's a, a great personal relationship we have with Tom and John and, and our bankers. It was the best thing we could have done in banking. And banking can be very cold. What the bank brings to us is, is that warm feeling when you come into the bank and people say, hi, Greg. It's about being part of the community again, about being a name again, about having credit for who your business is instead of just being, well, instead of just being a number. Naperville Bank and Trust, bring it home. Wearing my mask is just part of my routine now, just like wearing my seatbelt. Wearing a mask should be just as routine as brushing your teeth. Wearing a mask for me has become as routine as that first cup of coffee in the morning. As routine as checking my email. I grab my mask every morning just like I grab my car keys. Wearing a mask has been just as routine as putting on your shoes in the morning. Wearing a mask has become as routine as going on a daily walk. Just as routine as having dinner. Wearing a mask is just as routine as having story time with my kids. So make it part of your routine. Please mask up, Naperville. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank & Trust. Welcome back to Inside the Chamber. We are here with our board spotlight, and I'm joined by Maureen Strobel, who is on her second year of her term on our board of directors. And Maureen, tell us about how you got involved on the Chamber's board of directors. Yes, good morning. My successor was a gentleman named Howard Fox. He worked for BP, as did I, and he rolled off. He retired and um, was asked to find his successor and knew I was interested in community events and nominated me. And then I went through a vetting process on the BP side, as well as NACC, and have been on for two years. 
what have you enjoyed the most about being um, and doing on our board of directors? Uh, probably two things. Um, one is just getting to know all the great people involved in it. Um, I knew people vaguely, shall we say at first, but I've much broadened my network and gotten to know people a lot better. And I'm amazed at how much people care about the community and are involved and entwined. Um, and the other is um, just giving back. I thought I was involved in the community. And then when I've um, learned about so many other organizations and all the good things going on, I'm like, oh, wow, there's, there's far more that one can do if you wish to. So it's been very positive. You're very active on our board of directors. You're being on, oh gosh, the finance committee, the leasing committee, the CEO, task force, which by the way, thank you. Um, so what has been um, encouraging you to get involved in the different committees and kind of how have you enjoyed your time doing that? Uh, so numerous things. Um, one, um, I think that those who uh, have areas of expertise such as finance, that happens to be my career background, um, should give back in that area. It's an area that um, I don't have to do a lot of research, right? I feel I can add some value quickly. Um, and other areas like the CEO task force, um, I've done a lot of uh, corporate hiring and was experienced at that and thought, again, it was an area that I could help others um, in, in succeeding in. Tell us a little bit more about your background. You mentioned finance. Um, what is your background? So I'm an accounting and finance professional. Um, I most recently worked for BP, as I mentioned, for 15 years. I was the finance manager for a group called AirBP. Um, Air is an AIR, they sell jet fuel, and we covered the Americas. So I had a team in the Chicago area and a team in Brazil. Um, I, as I mentioned, came onto the board representing BP. Um, most recently, I've retired from BP in June and I'm now an independent on the board. Awesome, well, thank you so much for your board service. And I wanna hear a little bit more about you. So tell us about a, a fun fact or something that most people may not know about you. Um, I grew up in Eastern Iowa on a farm. And sometimes when I tell people that they're like, well, you don't seem like a farm girl or I, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, um, but I can drive a tractor unlike probably many of my uh, neighborhood and work peers. Uh, what kind of farm? It was, or still is, my brother is now farming it. Um, soybeans, corn, cattle, we had pigs for a while. Awesome, well, that was absolutely interesting to learn about you. And again, thank you for serving on our board and being so involved. I love that takeaway of get involved in the community and giving back. I think that's something um, everyone can do a little bit more. Yes, I agree. Absolutely, well, thank you, Maureen. Um, you. And we'll be back soon with more Inside the Chamber. Thank you. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank and Trust. Naperville Bank and Trust has the expertise, knowledge, and experience to help you reach your business goals. They provide all the tools that you would ask uh, that we as a growing business need of a bank. Most importantly to me, it's a, a great personal relationship we have with Tom and John and, and our bankers. It was the best thing we could have done in banking. And banking can be very cold. What the bank brings to us is, is that warm feeling when you come into the bank and people say, hi, Greg. It's about being part of the community again, about being a name again, about having credit for who your business is instead of just being, well, instead of just being a number. Naperville Bank and Trust, 
bring it home. Welcome back to Inside the Chamber. I'm here with Lindsay Ewing, our Director of Programs and Events here at the Naperville Area Chamber of Commerce to tell us about some of our upcoming events. Hi, Kaylin. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, we've got some great events coming up this month. Um, most notably, we've got Economic Forecast coming up. So, um, and that's brought to you by Calamos Investments. Uh, we're actually doing it via Zoom this year, um, and that's going to be on the 10th of November. We have an amazing um, panel, as we have in um, the past years. Um, and, you know, it's around an election year, an election time, so it should be really interesting. And you said you're doing that via Zoom? Yes. Yes, we've been doing um, most of our programming via Zoom or Microsoft Teams. Um, we do have some hybrid programming as well. Um, it really just kind of depends on the format, um, but we've seen so much success with it. You know, there's just such a convenience factor um, for everyone. So it's, it's really kind of changed the way that we do things. And how do people find out about the different programs? Uh, well, they can, of course, go to our calendar of events um, and also follow us on social media. Our um, marketing director does a fantastic job of promoting everything um, a handful of times before it comes out, but definitely to our events calendar on our, our webpage, and then you can see everything that we've got coming up. Awesome. And I noticed that we have um, a lot of, like you were talking about, of the virtual events, but also some of the hybrid events. I think that's really important that we are giving people the power of choice, right? If you feel comfortable meeting in person, meeting outside in those small groups with the right precautions, masks, six feet of distance, um, totally. hand sanitizer, I think that's important to give people choice. What are you seeing from the people who are coming to the events? Yeah, I mean, so the people that are coming to the events are, are a lot of people too that have been out a little bit more, maybe some real estate agents or um, people that have, you know, some in-person meetings. Um, so it, it's normal to them. It's that semblance of normality that they really are looking for. Uh, so yeah, it's been great to be able to provide people the opportunity uh, to do whatever they're comfortable with. And some of the online events, are they professional development, networking? What are the type of events that we are hosting online? Oh, we've got all kinds. <laughs> um, one really uh, cool program that we're doing um, right now, um, our Small Business Owners Committee, um, they just launched a series called the Business Owners Success Series, uh, or BOSS for short. Uh, so they're creating uh, programming that's really tailored to um, the professional development for those in small businesses. Uh, so, you know, they've done some stuff on leadership, strategic planning, um, marketing plans, uh, just really great relevant content. Um, I would encourage everybody to check those out. They've got some incredible presenters. Um, we also do some uh, multi-chamber power hours. Uh, so we partner with local chambers um, and all the different members get on those. And so sometimes like 10 different chambers. Um, so it really gives our members um, a chance to engage with new groups of people and further promote their business. And what do you see... Um, in the crystal ball that we're all desperately trying to read. What do you see for kind of events as we move into 2021? Um, I think we're probably going to end up doing a lot of what we're currently doing. I think that uh, the, the hybrid model is working. And I think that if we know, if we end up having to shift back to all virtual, we can easily do that. We have become like masters at virtual programming now. Um, you know, so I think, you know, we did state of the city virtually. Um, so if we do have to pivot that way, we're, we're going to make it happen regardless. Awesome. I think it's really important. Like you said, that to know that the chamber is going to pivot. We're going to make sure that you're still getting that programming. We're still getting those events, our, our speakers bureaus, you know, we're still providing all of that information. It just might be in a different format. And mm -hmm. sometimes that works for people. You have less commute time and you can yeah. wear sweatpants. Don't yep. 
Who knows what I've got on here. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Lindsay. I appreciate it. And like she said, Naperville.net, click on our programs and events calendar. We have whatever you're looking for, and we look forward to bringing it to you and helping you move your business forward. Stay with us for more Inside the Chamber. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank and Trust. Welcome back. We're here with Kelly Kaisers, our Director of Marketing and Communication for our Marketing Minute. Hello, everybody. And I am going to talk to you today about marketing inside the chamber. And to do that best, we're going to cut to our website where all of our advertising opportunities are listed. Let's go. Okay, so we've made it to the NACC website page. Underneath membership, you're gonna find all of our advertising opportunities. And I wanted to talk to everybody about that today because it's important to know that we have a lot of great inexpensive opportunities to get your brand or your message or your campaign, your promotion in front of a very engaged audience and the community. Uh, with email campaigns, we have a couple options. Our current email banner ads, great opportunity for just brand recognition throughout our monthly e-newsletter. A chambertisement is a popular and very affordable way to reach a large segment of our engaged audience through email. It is an eight and a half by 11 PDF that you can choose to have any message you'd like. We allow you to choose that subject line of that email. And then of course you create the graphic and redirect with a URL. It is a highly effective means for advertising inside the chamber with great click-through rates and great open rates. On our website, you're going to see all kinds of opportunities for website advertising. Again, great opportunity for brand recognition with the opportunity to also redirect to any URL you're looking to get some traction to. We have on our calendar page, our blog pages, our business directory, our career hub. We have a beautiful website leaderboard ad that goes across every single page on our website that is a valuable, valuable way to stay engaged with anyone who attends, uh, excuse me, visits our website. Other ways you can engage through advertising, through the chamber, sponsor a social media post. We think this is a really great affordable way to get in front of our thousands and thousands of engaged social followers on both Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and even Instagram. This is a custom post that you get to create. You get the copy on the top and we push it out and any audience members that you didn't have before, well, maybe you'll just gain some, some new audience members through this social post. We have a great campaign called Tip Tuesday, also a great social opportunity. You provide the tips, we give you a whole month of space on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And 
On the programming side, we have some other marketing opportunities. Perhaps you're a thought leader. Um, you can actually do a thought leader blog, which lives on our website, but another way to engage is to actually host a program. So we give you, again, our family of chamber members, you bring the topic to the table. Uh, you can choose to do either a 30 minute or one hour presentation. And we push that information out through social media, through our calendars, to our chamber members and the community for them to attend. It's a great way to tell your story, promote your brand, and perhaps talk about a special or a campaign that's coming up that's meaningful and valuable. Again, if you're a thought leader in a particular subject matter, great way to engage the chamber and the community into who you are and what you deliver uh, inside Naperville. In addition, we have a virtual business after hours. It's something that every chamber member loves uh, to do. We love to get together, we love to network, we love to connect. This is an opportunity for you to sponsor that and you get a little bit of a you know time at the front. Three minutes to talk, your brand, your logo is on our promotions, but most importantly, you get to talk to who is attending that virtual business after hours. And you know, what we love to do inside that is we do breakout rooms and we do one-on-one -on -one interactions, we have fun. Uh, maybe there's a cocktail involved, but it's a great way to have a casual way of getting your brand in front of people and a little bit of time to speak. So when you're thinking about wrapping up your marketing in 2020 or planning ahead in 2021, don't forget to think chamber first for your marketing opportunities. Thank you, Kelly. And thank you for joining us for another edition of Inside the Chamber. Look forward to seeing you again soon. Inside the Chamber is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Naperville Bank and Trust.